It's the Bobby Dollar Show. We back with a season three. Can you believe this? <laughs> I'm trying to touch the states this hey, time. Hey, we're going to have some fun, man. Hey, whole new year, whole new look. Yeah, show them I can still New co host new artists. Hey, man, let's have some new fun. Now I'm in the game. I was on the bench. On the bench. First I was renting, now I'm collecting rent. Run it up. First it with the Beamer, now I want the bench. Spending all the back like, here I go again. Here I go again. Outside says the chirp, now the camera phone. Told you I'm a mate, keep the channels on. Why you acting different when the camera's on? Why you acting different like your paper long? Hey, y'all, it's your big homie, Bobby Dallas, and I want to welcome everybody back to the Bobby Dallas Show. Um, Man, it's been a while since I've been on air and actually speaking and talking and doing my podcasting and everything, man. So, so long, so much so that I had to get me a co-host. I couldn't couldn't rightfully do this uh, by myself anymore. Like, I got too many, what the old heads say, too many irons in the fire. And um, I had to go out and find me a, a co-host to work on some of my sports segments and things and some of my trending topics. And I want to introduce everybody to Alex. Alex, come on in, man. Introduce yourself to everybody and tell them how they can find Hello. you. How you doing today, guys? My name is Alex McEwen, and I'd just like to say thank you for welcoming me on, and I'm ready to get started with this. <laughs> Yeah, Alex is a um, NBA fan like myself, man. She a Thunderhead too, like me. So, yeah, I'm ready to get started, man. So, um, let's go ahead. Let's for sure, go, for sure. Let's go ahead and get started, man. Like, hey, the NBA in a frenzy right now, right? I mean, like, what's really going on? That's that's what I'm sitting here thinking to myself. <laughs> so, I feel. It's draft day. I mean, draft already passed, right? We already done with draft. You got to update. Yes. You got to update yes. me. I've been out the loop. Okay. Well, this is what happened with Oklahoma City. Everyone and a few sources were saying they were going to try to move up and get Evan Mobley with the number three pick and the Cavaliers. Unfortunately, did not Cavalier. They decided to be a smart organization <laughs> and they stuck with their pick and they selected him. So yeah, Oklahoma City yeah. ended up selecting with their own six pick and they did take josh giddy and here's the thing about this i am not disappointed with who they took i'm disappointed with who they didn't take and this is what i always tell people when you hear that name you're disappointed with it every single pick in the draft from pick one to 60 is a lottery pick is what i mean by that you don't know what you're getting until they actually play everyone is has a lottery ticket they may hit they may not that's the fun thing about the draft yeah, I, I mean, I agree with that. And it's, it's kind of crazy because it's like most of the time you don't never know what's really going to happen. And they narr- they make narratives on all these little flagship shows. Then the fan base starts to follow the narrative. And it kind of disappointed me as a Thunder fan because I'm a diehard man since Russ, since Russ mm-hmm. came there, you know, even before, even even after KD. But when Russ showed up, I showed up. And um, exactly, you know, it blew my it blew my mind. It really blew my mind the way they were like saying, you know, oh, we need to tank. We need to we need to address this situation. Our team is bad. We need Cad Cummins or whatever his name was. I don't I mean, no disrespect, mm-hmm. no disrespect at all. I just have been out of the loop, man. I've been doing a whole lot of other stuff and opening another business. And I just I haven't been I haven't felt any pressure, as I say, to look at the NBA and catch up with the draft and all of that. So. Whoever Cad Cummings is, we didn't get him. I think he went to Detroit. Um, so yes, was was so. My question we, to you, Alex, was the tank worth it? Unfortunately, I don't think it was because 
they lost that last they ended up winning their last game of the year thanks to the clippers doing some tanking themselves to avoid playing the lakers in the second <laughs> round here's the thing about it here is the thing about it because they won their last game of the year it ended up pushing them down to the sixth pick if they wouldn't have done that they would have been in that top five that coveted yeah. top five and here's the thing about and they could have ended up selecting the same exact player sam Presti has been known to do that yeah but here's yeah. the thing about it the reason i do not foresee them doing a hard tank job again this year and maybe they just don't have enough talent and they do end up losing a lot of games anyway Here's the reason I do not foresee them doing it again this year. Last year, they were the only team who went ahead and did not allow fans into the arena. Now, yeah. To me, that looks absolutely perfect. I didn't think you should have. It wasn't exactly safe yet. It probably yeah, still pandemic, isn't now. <laughs> but now, exactly. You're going to start welcoming fans back into the Paycom Center or PCC, as we're going to start calling it now, renaming yeah. in the offseason. <clears throat> Oh. You're going to start welcoming fans back into the PCC. Are you really going to be able to push that same product and expect to have it even at halfway capacity if you are actively trying to lose games? I don't know that you can. Yeah, it's not going to happen. <laughs> that, that's not going to happen, man. I don't see it. Hey, and, and, and rest in peace to Lyle City, man. Oh, my God. Oh, why they do it, man? I spent so much time in Lyle City kicking it enjoying my little self man and now we got to go to the ppp wait now that's alone what was it um what you said <laughs> pcc pcc paycom center oh my god jesus too many initials man my attention span is too short for that shit okay so i don't know man i'm thinking in my mind here alex like presty makes some crazy moves i mean he always uh, do uh -huh. and, they, and they always seem to pan out so with him doing what he did this last season, he like blueprinted this whole situation. So now we're going to start seeing a whole thing of trading for picks, for future picks, for more picks, for third round picks. Like he set up something mm -hmm. that was that was so good that I feel like the tanking wasn't necessary. But the way he's moving right now, he's setting it up so that over the next, say, three to five years, he can control the whole picking situation and people will have to come to him. And say, hey, here, exactly. here's, here's my best player. Can I please have two of your first rounders? You know what I'm saying? And that's real beneficial, man. Like, it hurt us right now because, you know, everybody, like, I was going back and forth with uh, my man Colin online. I think his name is Colin. I can't remember, but um, we were going back and forth, and he was basically saying to me, like, you know, we needed to tank. We needed to do this. We needed to switch everything up and the fans got spoiled because of the playoffs runs we've had over the last, you know, 12 years. And I'll admit, yes, I'm, one, I completely I, agree with that. I'm one of them fans. Like, the probability of our team was winning. The ceiling for our team was always the sky. And it's like, damn, man, just mm -hmm. all, all of a sudden out the blue now, we gotta just say, screw it, let's just settle for whatever. Like, I don't, I didn't like that. Yeah, I mean, it's so unfortunate, but that's kind of just where the NBA is right now. If you're not at the top, then you want to be at the bottom. And that's kind of the situation the league is pitted in with so many loopholes and that they reward losing. I don't feel like they should reward losing. I mean, it's such an unfortunate situation. And then the NBA, you're not necessarily supposed to actively try to lose games, but then they're not penalizing teens when they do it so it's in such a hard hard place right now i feel like the whole situation needs to be 
reviewed and probably updated when the new CBA comes up in a few years. Yeah, well, I tell you what, man. One thing I am happy about throughout that whole situation was Shay did, you know, extend himself for five more years at 172. Mm -hmm. And um, that seemed like a rust move to me if you really want to know the truth. Like, that seemed like one of those moves where he's uh, creating s some stability for himself. So that way he can actually start yes. to start to create his career and his legacy. And that's what Durant did. That's what Russ did. That's what Ibaka did. That's what Harden did. Everybody got their name out of OKC. So all of these guys that are sprinkled around on all your favorite teams, they all went through the development center through OKC. You know what I'm saying? And, mm -hmm. and that's why your boy sure. is your boy, you know, because they got developed through – a real live organization, you know, and people trip off of that. Like me, I'm an organizational guy. I'm not a player person. I don't mm -hmm. care. I don't care what player goes where and all of that. I don't like when star players come to cities and then start moving people around. I don't like that, but um, mm -hmm. I'm not a player fan. I'm a, I'm a, um, I'm an organizational fan. And this is the only organization that Same I, here. you know, only Same one I've here. seen. <clears throat> There's still players that have came through here, still a huge fan of us, still a huge fan of JG, Stephen Adams, but got to ride and die, or die with the Thunder. Yeah, always, man. That's just my squad. But, okay, so the Thunder made some crazy moves, though, man. Like, they gave Kimba up. Bought, they waved him. You know what I'm saying? He's in New York now. I don't know what New York doing right now. Shit, they trying to build a real squad. I, I think they trying to take it back to the L.A., Boston, New York uh, rivalries. But the problem is mm – -hmm. They got Brooklyn in there too, so it's like that's gonna be a fourteen rivalry now. That's not gonna be like it was, you know. Um, exactly. Shit, this. I mean, it's crazy. I don't love what the Knicks are doing, but I also don't hate what the Knicks are doing. I do absolutely love that they did max out Julius Randle. I feel like that was a really good decision for them. Yeah, yeah, and they should have because uh, he's a solid player, man. Like. He's a solid player. A lot of these guys are solid, man. Like, I just had a conversation uh -huh. yesterday with my brother, and he was telling me, you know, oh, man, I'm so glad we got rid of Kyle Kuzma. I'm like, man, do y'all realize Kyle Kuzma is a real hooper? This little guy can play some basketball. He just lost his way because of who he was playing with for the last two years. Like, Exactly. Exactly. It's so difficult to play with LeBron James. A lot of people just do not understand that. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't know personally, so I can't say. <laughs> but I definitely know that people do complain about that. And then for players like Kevin Durant and all of uh -huh. them to say that situations can be toxic when you're playing with star power, you know what I'm saying? Hey, that just kind of uh -huh. make, it make it all right. So I kind of understand, but I don't know. They needed him. I'm glad New York kept Julius. You know, he was supposed to be there. Um, hell, I'm glad Moose is yes. back. I'm glad Moose is back with um, with OKC. You know, uh, I, I'm very, very excited that Oklahoma City did end up bringing Mike Muscala back, and it felt like it was almost inevitable after media at uh, their exit interviews that he was going to return because there are not many times where you see a player becoming emotional talking about the potential of not returning to a franchise and that's where it was with Mike Muscala. Oakland City did reward him for accepting this role last year and not playing nearly as much and then they give him two years was it eight million I believe. I think it was a great decision. I feel like he feels that Nick Collison role that yeah. <laughs> they've been void of since Collison yeah. moved on and I would not be surprised to see Muscala remain here for the duration of his career. 
Yeah, that's what I was hoping for, to be honest with you. I mean, like, I think uh, he deserved, because he a shooter, man, and he got poised. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think he he good in the paint. He just not he just not as mean and and as aggressive as he could be. He's not as he's not as stout as an Adams. You know what I'm saying? But I think he exactly. he really can he really can make the difference though behind that line. Like he jump out on that perimeter and he can he can pop that tray. So I'm I'm with that part, and I think um, he deserved to be with a class organization on throughout his career, and he deserved where he is right now. Um, Yes, and here, here's another aspect from Muscala. He just turned 30 years old. So if Oklahoma City is ready to compete in roughly three years, he will still be able to help you. He is a great asset to have to bring off the bench in a first-round playoff series and yeah. close out games toward the end of the year when you are playing for something. He is good to be there for leadership and stability for these young guys to lean on when they are still learning how to win. He already knows how to. So oh, I love yeah. that aspect. For, oh, see. yeah, yeah. Hey, and when Mike get hot, oh, he'll pop that thing. I love it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Hey, he get down, man. I like and- it. <clears throat> Oklahoma City just drafted a very young shooter in Trey Mann. Yeah, what a I was great just about to ask you have. about that. Yeah, what? So, what really? I mean, like, what do you think about Gideon Mann? I think that I think they could be a combo. What What do you think? This is why I I I'm buying into Gideon. I'm not going to lie. I'm buying into him. I'm very excited to watch him in summer league this week. I want to get an early feel for him, and. We keep hearing great fit for Shea, great fit for Giddy, great fit for Giddy, great fit for Shea, that they're going to be hand in hand. That's Oklahoma City's backcourt of the future. So I'm ready to see it. I want to see what it looks like. October cannot get here soon enough to see that. And then everyone's mad about, everyone is mad about taking Trey Mann. Here's the thing. For almost a decade, everyone has complained. Why did Oklahoma City not take a shooter with any other draft picks? They have literally taken what some people call the best shooter in the draft, and people are complaining about it. <laughs> what is up with that? How, yeah. That makes no sense. Man, you, everyone too- has been screaming for and clamoring for Sam Presti to draft a shooter. He drafts one, and everyone's complaining about it. Yeah. And here, do you want to know why they did not take Sigun? Because he is literally in his canter. We already had in his canter. Sam yeah. Presti was not pleased with his performance because he doesn't yeah. play defense. That's yeah. literally what Sagoon predicts to be great offensively. And I loved in his canter. I think we could have just utilized him differently yeah. because everyone does not play defense. I don't know why the world was going to end if he didn't. But <laughs> well, I know I, Sam know what he's doing, man. And and also you gotta account for some of these little guys' uh attitudes too, man. Like some of these little guys got, uh-huh. these, got these little check marks on Twitter now and they entire persona change. And you know Exactly. We, okay, see don't we don't rep like that. So some of them kind of saying the wrong things and doing the wrong things and posting the wrong pictures and they don't realize that these organizations are seeing that. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. the ones that could really help you might not want to now because you out here tripping, you know. So it is what it is, man. So um I don't know. So moving on to yeah. Let's let's move on to uh, Chicago, man. Because I, when we were talking a little bit ago, <laughs> you had a little fire in your loins there. I want to, <laughs> I wanted to talk about Chicago because uh, I don't know what they're doing down there. I have absolutely 
no idea what they're doing. I don't like what they're doing, and it makes no sense what they're doing. Okay, huh. this this is the Chicago Bulls' bi- big offseason that everyone is all pumped up about. DeMar DeRozan, three years. That's a lot of money. For How much money is he getting? He got a lot of money. I don't have a clue. I, I three know. years, $85 million. That's a lot of money for DeMar DeRozan at his yeah. current stage in his career. Yeah. They got Lonzo Ball. He got, I believe, four years, $85 million. Now he, but he Alex Caruso. He a good fit, though. Ball is a good fit with Billy Donovan. He's a great fit with Billy Donovan because he a traditional. You know what? That, that was their initial big signing, and I was like, Donovan, not a fan of his. Ball, not a fan of his. And I was like, that's going to be their duo. And I was like, okay, they're going to be worse than Oklahoma City. That was my initial. That was the first thing I said <laughs> when I seen that pairing. Now, Alex Caruso, I do, I do like that signing for them. I think that that will help them a lot because he just does all the little things. We always yeah. heard so yeah. many years, and maybe it's just ingrained into yeah. me. You want players that do the little things, the little yeah, he, things. He, I feel like Sam has said that his entire gonna, tenure here. And Caruso does, and I do like that. Man. that he, Alex Caruso going to get a bull some personality. Mm-hmm. I like that. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Okay, Daniel Thee, that's minor, and then Tony Bradley, also minor. But I do think those minor moves could end up helping them, but I don't see them much better than a play-in team. Maybe they could get up to that sixth seed and be a solidified playoff team. Yeah. yeah. I mean, at that point, yes, they are going to be better than the Thunder, but my <laughs> goodness. I, I don't. Uh, see, here we go. <laughs> <I'm not. laughs> oh, man, that's crazy. That's crazy. I don't know. I'm not going to categorize. I'm not going to say they're going to be better than the Thunder. I'm just going to say that they got a lot of development, you know, developmental work to do with Billy Donovan's three guard mm-hmm. lineup, you know. And and honestly, when you think about it, though, if you got DeMar DeRozan and Lonzo Ball on the floor at the same time with like a Levine or a marketing, that's that can be pretty that can be a pretty good, nice, nice offense like that's that's pretty cool. Because you got to think, Lonzo has experience at the point guard, but De- but Demar Derozan has experience at both the two and the one, so that's gonna give him a whole lot of court vision, depending upon what he's playing at that point. I don't know, man. Like I think that might have been a pretty decent move for him. I mean, I don't know. I really can't say because I'm not a fan of Chicago, you know. So I really can't say yay or nay on that. But I I do know. Um, it's gonna be something to see though, and they are gonna be contenders in the West. I mean, in the East though this year, they will be if they keep the rest of their squad. Because <clears throat> don't they still got Kobe too, Kobe White? I believe, I'm looking over their depth chart. You know what? I am not seeing him on there. Oh, oh yes, yes they do. Okay, I was he gonna say. Oh no, I was like, if he's gone, then that changes everything. <laughs> but no, nah, he. Uh, <laughs> I like Kobe. I feel like they just have. So many pieces, and they don't necessarily fit because Lonzo, if you've got Lonzo and you've got DeRozan on the floor at the same time, you are so devoid of shooting, and they may or may not keep marketing. If they keep marketing, that's going to help because he does give you shooting. But if you've got those two players who live in pretty much live in the mid-range, and I'm not opposed to mid-range shots, but that is going to absolutely wreck. They are going to have such a hard time because the defense is going to be so honed in on those guys. Yeah, I agree with that part, but I, I still say that 
with DeMar DeRozan being as as uh, fluent as he is in that mid-range and then knowing that Lonzo Ball can pass like he can in the mid-range, I mean, he's an awesome passer in that mid-range. Him and his brother, uh, LaMelo, like Jesus Christ, they throw that ball so damn smooth. But I think if those two can actually develop some chemistry, that mid-range, that mid-range game can literally kill them. That was back in the day when when i used to really watch it that mid-range game was the uh, new york knicks john starks patrick ewing you know that i mean and utah jazz too carl malone and john stockton jeff hornacek ryan russell they were all Uh in that in that mid-range they killed it Mm -hmm. mid-range is definitely a lost art i mean man the phoenix Suns just nearly won a championship off mid-range yeah yeah that's chris paul man that he 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 get that i think that's why they call him the point guard or whatever g-a-w-d or whatever mm-hmm. because because he's um he's fluent in that mid-range on both sides and then not only that he know how to create that file you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. you know what i would like to see russell westbrook out in la with lebron ad and all them they've yeah. got shooting they're gonna get more shooting on that roster i would like to see russell westbrook get back to his mid-range his cotton shot because yeah. that that would help them so much if he did yeah russ is good from the elbow i love that shot um i think mm-hmm. i think that the problem that they're going to have in la right now will be the outside noise and then, and it's already starting like you already got the flagship shows creating the narrative that la's too old they can't win a championship they're too old and then you got all these kids on twitter saying yeah man they're too old why would russ go to an old team like this like are you kidding me man like Every team in the past that won championships back to back had old players on them. You know, the Bulls, you know, Michael Jordan was one of the youngest mm-hmm. on the, was one of the youngest on his team when he won those first two championships. You know, and then you gotta think like when Gary Payton and them won, hell Payton and and Sean Kemp and all of them, they were in their late twenties, early thirties. You know what I'm saying? Like even when when Gary Payton played on LA. You know what I'm saying? I think Scottie Pippen played with him on there. T- no, not Scottie Pippen. Um, I can't remember, but I, I definitely know even when Gary Payton played in L.A., he was like 33, I think, or 34. Like, I don't get it, man. Like, why would they not be able to contend because they're in their 30s? That's weird to me. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, here's the thing about it. LeBron, the only thing that concerns me is the injuries. Russell has not been healthy as of late. LeBron had his most injury-ridden year in his entire NBA career. Anthony Davis, that dude's a walking injury. He's been injured ever since he was a rookie. So that does concern yeah. me. But I feel like having the three of them together, they do take so much pressure off of one another. And right. if one is hurt, they don't not have to rush back. They now have that third option, that security blanket, as you will, where I feel like it is the perfect situation. A lot of people are like, personalities, I don't know how it's a mess. I feel like Russell Westbrook and LeBron James, I've always wanted to see them together. Fortunately, I didn't think we'd get to because I didn't want Russell to ever leave here. Right, when that happened, right. as soon as I heard he was going to L.A., I was like, I love it. Even when there were just slight murmurs that it could happen, I was like, I love that deal. I think it would work out swellingly for all parties involved. I like it so much. I And you already mentioned here, keeping the outside noise out. I feel like Russell is going to be such a help to that because I tr- I truly believe Russell is good at blocking it out. And I feel like he can help AD, LeBron, and the rest of them block it out as well. Right. Okay. Yeah, I'm with that, man. And I, I absolutely agree. I think um, with, with, with LA being who they are, 
I think they'll be fine. And then as far as the shooters mm-hmm. go, as far as the shooters go, they just picked up Melo. Um, I think Schroeder's still there. He hasn't left yet. You know, and Schroeder can shoot. If he gets hot, he's tad, he's a tad bit streaky, but if he gets hot, you know, he'll hit that long ball. He'll 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 do what you need him to do. So um, you know, yeah, I don't Schroeder's Schroeder is definitely a wild card. He hasn't signed anywhere yet. Basically, everyone is out of cap space other than Oklahoma City. I would not be surprised if we end up seeing him agree to a one-year deal or potentially a two-year deal with a player option in the second year. I would love Schroeder to come back. Honestly, you know what? Quiet is kept, and I and I never was. I never would have actually said this, you know, but I was hurt. Okay, like. I was more hurt when Schroeder left than I was when KD left. And the thing oh, was, really? yeah, you know, and the thing was, was I, I'm a business guy. I own two small businesses. Shout out Yard Envy Lawn Care Landscaping and Gardening and also SSJ Snacks. <laughs> but uh, there you go. I, I'm, uh, I'm one of those kind of guys where I understand business. So I absolutely know, you know what I'm saying? When you're making a business decision, sometimes feelings are going to get hurt. Friends are going to get left mm-hmm. behind. Things aren't going to go the way they're supposed to. But with Schroeder, mm-hmm. I, I didn't understand why he had to leave. And it kind of felt, it made me feel a certain kind of way because I was like, damn, man, if Schroeder stuck around, if Noel stuck around, you know, um, throughout that last season, Noel could have helped Moses. We didn't even have to have Al Horford, you know. I mean, because the whole result of it all was for us to sp- supposedly tank. So, mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. should we should have kept those players and let them learn the new NBA style from more newer kind of NBA players versus bringing in 10 or 15, 18 through 21 year olds that really don't know the game. They're just fresh out of college. It's like they did one year. They're excited. They're pumped up. They just signed their deal. They got a little bit of advance money. They're spending it. And now the NBA ain't drug testing. They're getting high. They're chilling. You know what I'm saying? So it's like it's like, damn. Mm-hmm. It's like, damn, man, you just put these kids out here amongst a whole slew of adults and you're expecting these guys to run and do. But it's not going to happen like that. They got to build chemistry. They got to learn each other. Some of them are still in their feelings because they're kids and they're missing their girlfriends and shit like that. You know, like it's crazy. Exactly. I mean, I have no idea what's going to happen with the Thunder this year. I'm hoping it's not another hard tank job. Like I said, I do not foresee another hard tank job. Now, like I said, if they're just that bad, which there's a potential for them to be, I don't think we're going to know any. I think we will get a better feel potentially after Summer League, but we probably are not going to have a good feel for what's going to happen with Oakland City this season until December. Yeah. Yeah, I'm thinking that too. I was going to say probably – after Christmas is what I was thinking because they got to build mm-hmm. a lot. They got to build a lot of chemistry. They got to play a lot of basketball, and they they absolutely have to learn, you know, what it is to be in the NBA. Like this is like going from cook to assistant general manager. You know what I'm saying? You just skip through seven mm-hmm. different positions, and you got to learn them all overnight. You know what I'm saying? So it's like... Uh, exactly. It's, you know, it's not going to be easy, man. It's not going to be easy. And the biggest thing of all for me, with any NBA, any college, any team, period, those players have to build chemistry. You know what I'm saying? Yes, and I completely that, agree. You know, that camaraderie starts in high school where you're learning how to be a people person, learning how to read your teammates and stuff like that. So when you do go to college, 
you know, you can still be on the same level, you know, mentally and not mm-hmm. and not be afraid and create anxiety and be depressed because you think people don't like you and all that type of shit, you know. So, yeah, you know, I, I think that that has to play a huge part. And if that doesn't, then, you know, we, we, we won't see anything next season. I can promise you that. Exactly. And I don't know if the Thunder necessarily want to see much next season other than just strictly development, because I do think they would prefer to have another high pick this upcoming draft. But here's the thing about it. Oklahoma City has so many picks and so many assets. If they truly want to be in the top five next year, even if their own pick is not there, they could get there if they wanted to. It's just how much do you want to spend? get there right right yeah we were talking about the luxury tax and all that shit the other day man you know it's cool i don't dig into nobody else's pocket so that's why i don't really get into all that financial stuff um it's not very intriguing to me oh, no, no, no 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 not 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 their actual physical money i'm talking about their asset just asset wise oh okay okay i got you i got you okay that's what's up all right well okay man so um <clears throat> Let's go ahead and move a little forward here, man, because we got to talk about the one thing that's kind of the most important at the present moment. Um, people got to start wearing masks again, man. How you feeling about this? That That's what's up. I never stopped wearing my mask. Yes, I'm vaccinated. I was fortunate enough to be able to get vaccinated back in March. Never yeah. stopped wearing my mask. I did stop. The only time I stopped wearing it is I'd wear it outside when I'm walking my dog still have it with me but if i'm alone i don't wear it then but that's the only thing i changed okay you've got to take it seriously if you want to put it behind you continue to wear your mask continue to be safe and let's put it behind us and everyone who's not please please go get vaccinated yeah man i i got vaccinated i actually got sick after my vaccinations both of them to be honest but i ain't gonna lie i'm kind of glad i did it um you know it's apparent that this situation isn't going to end anytime soon. Um, it's, it's mm-hmm. abs- you know, it's absolutely apparent that there will be more than two variants coming out. My wife is a respiratory therapist. Mm-hmm. She works in the medical field and she tells me a lot of stuff that, you know, the CDC and all these different people are anticipating and talking about and all of that. And I read a ton of stuff and, um, mm-hmm. It's, it's crazy, man. But they're talking about creating a third vaccination. And where where do we where do we draw the line, man? Like, where do we where do we start to say, hey, you know, when are you guys going to fix this situation and stop trying to put a Band-Aid over everything? Because exactly. I don't want to keep taking all these damn shots and all this. Stuff. I don't want to put like like if the if the human body is the temple. Why they why are they making us mm-hmm. so Im- impure, man? Like why we got to put all these chemicals and drugs and all this different shit in our system to be better? You know that shit is so crazy to me, and it just seemed like it keep getting worse, and they just keep giving us more shots, more pills, more more liquid forms exactly. of medication. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I don't, I don't necessarily disagree with what you're saying. What you're saying is spot on. I mean, everyone. You have people like, oh, you got to trust science. Okay, I did. I got my shot. And then nothing changed because other people are not doing what they're supposed to do. And then you've got the people at the very top in charge. Okay, previously, if the previous person that was in charge wouldn't have been in charge, it probably wouldn't have got as bad as it was. But now who's in charge now has not done much different. At this point, there should be more restrictions than what there are. You hear 
the person calling out other governors for not changing mandates. Yeah. You use your ultimate power. You change the mandate. Let's get this knocked out. Yeah, hey, I'm with that. And then, and I still want to, I absolutely will keep my same disclaimer up that I always have for the last three years of me podcasting. I do not discuss religion or politics on online, on air, on any of this, man. But at this present moment, man, sometimes I feel like not making an exception, but just stating the obvious because everybody that know me know I'm a logical dude. So, you know, just stating the obvious, mm-hmm. man. We all know this shit ain't going nowhere no time fast. So um, just make it work, man. You know what I'm saying? Make it work because I feel like most of the time, whoever it is that's doing this shit to us, when they see us in disarray and chaos and we don't know what to do, they keep putting more on us. But once we start to get shit together, man, and start figuring shit out, you know, stuff starts to die down. Because Ebola gone now, all of a sudden, they done came out with the monkey mumps. I don't even know what the hell this is, but those bumps was big as hell on that dude leg. I don't know what the hell, man. Mm-hmm. I, I was looking <laughs> I was looking at it on Twitter, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, what the fuck are the monkey mumps? Yeah, for like, sure. Oh, boy. But, you That's know, a, like something bad that I do not want to be a part of. Yeah, it's like once you finally get a hold of things in, in certain situations, they kind of like let it go. They don't trip off of it anymore. I mean, even with like HIV and AIDS, mm-hmm. you know, um, as as hard as it is for a person with that disease to survive and live and coexist, they don't even talk about it anymore for real. You know, only the only the advocates. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Only the advocates, only the people that that truly feel what's going on with it. Like it's, it's like they contained it and That's said, true. shit, move on. You know, we contained it mm-hmm. now. Let's move on. Exactly. You know? <laughs> like it's weird, man. And and like I was just saying a minute ago, like Ebola shows up and then it disappears like them damn locusts every 17 mm-hmm. years. You know what I'm saying? Like, exactly. It's crazy, man. But I don't know. I mean, that's just some thoughts I had. I mean, what, what you thinking though? What, what am I thinking? I think yeah. we're in a really bad situation. I feel like after the CDC had said, okay, if you're vaccinated, you don't got to wear a mask, then there was rumblings that they were going to con- declare the pandemic over. No, what a pandemic, once it's already happened, it's not over until you stop having daily transmissions for- locally in your own h- home country. And yeah. that's it's happening every year, daily, right. and we're back to numbers we weren't at since the very beginning of the year when very few people were vaccinated. Yeah. So, no, it's nowhere close to being over. It's a very bad situation, and it's going nowhere fast. Yeah, hey, I, I'm with that. I absolutely 100% agree. It is a sad, sad situation right now, and our society mm-hmm. is... It's like our society is folding right right in front of us, like right before our eyes. And people are actually starting, mm-hmm. to, they starting to do exactly what the, the government, I won't say the government, I'm sorry. <laughs> They're doing exactly what the powers that be wants them to do. They're giving up. You know what I'm saying? They're, mm-hmm. they're mm-hing. giving up. They're accepting. Exactly. I said to my wife the other day, I was like, you know, um, what's going to wind up happening is they're going to keep coming out with all these variants, the, de- the, the Delta variant, and the Alpha variant, and the, mm-hmm. the, the, the Righteous variant. And then before you know it, they're going to say, okay, mm-hmm. they're going to say, well, this is what we got to do, guys. We got to put a chip inside of you, and this chip is going to release vaccine, <laughs> and the vaccines will keep the variants away, and, and there'll be a line of assholes on buses and planes trying to get to that chip. And then that's when The Walking Dead starts. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's crazy. Exactly. 
I'm Rick Grimes. I'm Rick Grimes. You and I, you and I are already Grimes. vaccinated. <laughs> Richard, we already had that chip. <laughs> Fully vaccinated. You know, that's cool, man. I'm I'm, mm-hmm. I'm I'm Rick Grimes. You can be Michonne. I don't know. It's cool, man. Be Maggie. It don't matter. We're just going to roll out because uh, <laughs> I'm not going for it. It's not happening. You know what I'm saying? I, I just bought yeah, a house. Yeah, for no sure. Way. For sure. Oh, man. This shit is crazy. I don't know what's next, but... <sighs> Welcome to the world, I guess. You know, it's crazy. So, yeah, well, welcome to 2021. <laughs> so what else you got for me, uh, Alex? Anything new? Anything happening, man? You got a moment you want to speak on? Anything before we get out of here today? Hmm. Well, we did have some breaking news while we were on here. Andrea Gadala has returned to the uh, Warriors. What do you what? think about that? Oh my God, are you serious? When is Iggy gonna go home, man? It's time to go and go chill, bro. Like, <laughs> like, damn, Iggy. Hey, I respect. I mean, we've we've seen so many players return to their former team this off season. It's kind of yeah, wild, isn't it? Weird. Like, it's like they. It make me feel like we're in a parallel universe. You know what I'm saying? Like we finna re mm-hmm. we finna relive all this shit all over again from the times when they were on a Dwight Howard with the Lakers, but now no Kobe. Mm-hmm. Like, like that's so weird. You know what I'm saying? That's so and this weird. is Dwight Howard's third time on the Lakers because he went there again when LeBron first went there. So it's it's weird. Yeah, man, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. George Hill's back on the Bucks. Ennis Cantor's back with the Celtics. Wow. What really kicked it off? So Oakland's Oklahoma City sent Al Horford back to the Celtics. Yeah. I don't know what these teams are doing. I don't know. It's man. so strange. But you know, those moves just always. I feel like there was a. Now, what you say? I feel like there was another one. Someone went back to their former team. I c- cannot put my finger on who it was. I don't know, man. I think they setting something up, man. It's going to be some kind of championship run from somebody, and they setting some shit up real nice. You know, because mm-hmm. they did it for the Suns w- last year. Mm-hmm. I would not mind it being not a Lakers fan. I am a Russ fan. I would just like to see him get that ring, get that chip. Yeah, I would love for Russ to finally get a ring, man. Him and I, not only that, I think him and Nina deserve it. You know what I'm saying? Because Nina was a Nina mm-hmm. was Nina was a beast at UCLA, man. She gave up her WNBA career to be Mrs. Westbrook, and that that was awesome, man. Mm-hmm for a person to do something like that because she's seen how Russ's career was going. I mean, they, they'll be billionaires before you know it, but shit, exactly. she, de- she deserved that ring too, though, man. She really do. And she's so, so smart. She's a therapist. She's written books. Yeah. Takes care of all those beautiful little babies. She, she's MVP herself. She is MVP <laughs> herself. <laughs> Yeah, real talk, man. I start thinking about KD crying and shit when you said that. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, man. He's standing up there looking at his mom. KD is KD is such a trip, man. When he if when you think he's gonna jump on Twitter spaces be after they went after they end up winning their gold medal. I don't know, but I I mean honestly, I like Kevin Durant, man. I respect that dude. Like I respect his game. I ain't gonna say I respect him. I respect that game. And I and I like who he is now. Like he's a whole different character. Like when he was in OKC, I think um, mm-hmm. I think he manipulated his situation. You know, he he wanted to be the yes. go- he wanted to be the golden boy because he thought that's what he was mm-hmm. supposed to do. But then when Russ came and he exactly. seen he seen that bad boy, 
he was like, well, wait a minute. Why come I can't be a bad boy? Shit, Russ, they calling him the alpha and mm-hmm. everything. Mm-hmm. But, but you know, new organization, exactly. new stars, shit. You got to have a yang and a yang. So, I don't know, man. Mm-hmm. I think, I think I mean, that's what it was for me. <clears throat> I feel like Kevin came into the NBA before his time. It, mental health was not nearly as prevalent as it was when he was coming up. Now we're praising Simone Biles for prior training Herman prioritizing her <laughs> mental health and rightfully so yeah. and i feel like kevin durant needs to prioritize his mental health some of the things he pits on social media i mean i do not remember what it was it was i feel like it was back in 2019 he pissed something just crazy out and everyone's dogging it for it and i was like it's not funny anymore it's yeah, not yeah. why do no one around him help him because it's like some of the things he picked out, it's just sad. Why Why does he care so much about this? What is bothering him so deep down <laughs> that this is what he's wasting his time on? Man, you're two-time NBA champion, MVP, finals MVP. You've done so many impressive things. And then the petty things still bother you. Yeah, you got it. Man, gotta, you need to prioritize your mental health. Yeah, you got to ask yourself, Alex, like, what can you give the man that has everything? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, like the whole fact is, is he's still young. He he didn't really mm-hmm. have he didn't really have a childhood like that because he hooped all his life. So, so now he's an adult, but he still has a mentality where he want to have fun and he want to do things. But he still got to go to work every day. Mm-hmm. So, so you got to expect exactly some childish antics. You got to expect some some stupid stuff to happen. You know, like some words and all that. But exactly. But I'm not gonna lie, man. Like. I like I like what he's doing because he just staying relevant to be honest. Cause if he just run his businesses exactly. and play, like oh who who if he just run his businesses and play basketball, he'll be Kawhi. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's true. <laughs> so so And why, then people dislike Kawhi, so it's a loose, <laughs> loose situation. So why not shake it up a little bit on Twitter every now and again? <laughs> I don't mm-hmm. know. I'm just talking crazy. I don't know. <laughs> Today my damn birthday, man. I'm just enjoying myself. That's all, you know. So and happy but, birthday to you. Happy yeah. birthday to you. Yeah, I appreciate fellow that. August babies. Fellow yeah. August yeah. babies. Leo babies. We are Leo babies. Yes. Yeah. So it's been. It's Ac- been uh, I'm at the cutoff. I, I'm a Virgo. Virgo. Oh wait, when 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 is your birthday? August twenty oh wow so wait a minute is this like the new the new uh zodiac sign thing uh new one starts on august 23rd oh wow yeah see i'm an old leo i don't do the new so that's crazy mm-hmm. i didn't i didn't even know i thought um leos were all the way up to august 31st i didn't know it was the 20 the 28th yeah 23rd is the new sign because my knee shoots literally right on the cutoff so she has signs of leo and virgo uh-huh that is crazy so would you i mean would you accept so, would you accept the new ones though i mean that's what i've always grown up with so that's what i go with well i can't accept the new astrology signs they changed everything around and if i'm not mistaken i think i'm supposed to be like a um what what's what is it before uh leo then cancer or something like that i don't know cancer like um they said that leos wouldn't start until august the 10th i think or something like that instead of july 31st 
So I'm like, no. Nah. Oh, you talking about how they were gonna add like two new star signs? Yeah. That shit. Yeah, and then change. The yeah, no, 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 no. We're not, we're not doing with that. We're going with the original twelve signs. Oh, okay, there you and go. That's okay. what I roll with. <laughs> okay, there you go. Yeah, because I'm like, man, I'm like, how you gonna take Leo from me? I'm, I, I've been a Leo forty years, and then all of a sudden you want to change that shit? Like, hold mm-hmm. on, man. <laughs> like, no way. You can't just do that. You can't just change my sign. That's crazy. Exactly, because the, uh, November is Sagittarius, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yep, the sag. Yeah, yeah I think so. Yeah, because they were going to completely get rid of that, and it's like, how are you going to get rid of someone's star sign who's been living that their whole life? I, right. No, I did not like that. Yeah, my mom is Sagittarius. So you mean you're just going to erase my mama? What the hell? <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh, that, that, uh, that don't make no sense. Le- leave things alone. Stop yeah, changing everything. Yeah, man. That's them Karens, man. They sitting at the crib knitting and shit. Ain't got nothing better to do. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Twitter fan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, somebody told exactly. me. Exactly. Somebody told me that they said that um they said that the Karens are gonna rule the world in 2027. <laughs> I said, damn. No, they won't. Half of them would be gone. <laughs> COVID's are gonna take them out. <laughs> Those are the ones that don't want to wear their masks. They protesting. Mm-hmm. You know, oh man, you know exactly. I'm glad I said that too, man. Shout out to all the protesters in Washington D.C., man. They just passed a law that the police can sue protesters for protesting. And and yeah, well, in Oklahoma, we passed a law where uh, someone can run over protesters and they will not be in trouble. Manslaughter, murder, three rain on all of it. You can run people over in Oklahoma City now. Not just Oklahoma City, the entire state of Oklahoma. So that's where we're at. Damn, that is crazy, man. Is that child governor, uh, what's his name, Stitt? Kevin Stitt. Yeah, that uh, that approved that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. wow, he, uh, he is not the best. He is not the best. <laughs> you know what? Let me let me stop right now because here we go with the with the politics. Let me chill. <laughs> we're, we're breaking into chill. it again. We're breaking into it again. <laughs> let me chill. Let me chill. It is. Man. It's hard to break away. Sometimes it's hard to break away. Yeah, especially when you feel like somebody wronged you. So I definitely understand, man. That's what it is, man. So hey. Another great episode of the Bobby Dallas Show, man, featuring my guest host, Alex. Once again, won't you tell them um, where they can find you, man? Any websites, email addresses, anything where anybody might want to say hey or ask you for you to appear on their show or anything? Okay. If you want to read what I am putting down, you can find me on culturist.com. You can find me on sircharlesincharge.com. You can find me on dailythunder.com. Or you can hit me up on Twitter at eflame underscore 717. That's where you can connect with me at. Damn. Woo. Oh, I took a nap. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but hey, <laughs> but uh, hey, um, you know y'all can catch me, man. BobbyDallasShow.com and all over social media, same thing. Hey, uh, it's been real, man. Alex, this has been fun. I really appreciate you coming on, and I can't wait till we do this again. Thank you for having me on. I'm looking forward to the next time. Yeah, I mean, maybe... Um, Maybe we won't be so biased, like with the thunder and everything. Like maybe we next time we won't even talk about mm-hmm. the thunder. How about we won't even speak on the thunder next time? No, I'm lying. I'm we'll, lying. we'll leave it alone. No, no, I can't <laughs> do it. <laughs> I can't do it. I got to do it. It is what it is. <laughs> All right, mm-hmm. man. Hey, yo, hey, I appreciate y'all, man. Wear y'all mask, everybody. You know what I'm saying? Stay safe, man. Wash your hands. Yes, mask up. 
Mask yeah, up. Man, do all the right 20 seconds. All the 20 right seconds. Things, man. <laughs> mm-hmm. hey, it's been real, though, man. It's your big homie, Bobby Dollars, and this has been the Bobby Dollars Show. <laughs>